the real uh, tough ones to get are the level two surgical masks and uh, the N N95 masks. So those are the ones that we really focus on in, in the surgical uh, uh, gowns as, as well. That's our Premier Doug Ford yesterday talking about how uh, limited our supply of personal protection equipment for front care health workers is. And uh, this is interesting. Saw this story in the Globe and Mail. Huawei sending millions of masks to Canada as supplies grow short. Uh, the company has already delivered to Canada more than a million masks, 30,000 goggles and 50,000 pair of gloves, according to a person with knowledge of the donation. Um, but Huawei is not making public how much, uh, how the scale of this donation that they're planning now. We do hear, though, that uh, it will be a bit short on N95 masks. But the point is, is these are gifts that are coming as the company seeks a, a key federal approval to install 5G technology on Canadian mobile networks. And this is something that many people are very leery about. Uh, we welcome to the program a professor from Carleton University who you've heard numerous times on the show and the station before, Ian Lee. Welcome to the show, Ian. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, uh, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. I mean, Huawei, it's a controversial company. People say it's connected to the Chinese government um, and that we shouldn't allow them into Canada to control our 5G. But when we hear about the fact that they are sending some much-needed masks, should we be worried in any uh, way, shape, or form? Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> to be very blunt, and I'm not suggesting that we should not accept the masks. I'm going to give a more nuanced answer um, uh, because there is a crisis, and uh, it's the role of government in this instance because health care is public in Canada. It's not a private health care system. It's a public health care system, and so it's the responsibility of government, governments, the provincial governments and the federal government, to address the crisis in it, uh, uh, dealing with the lack of uh, protective equipment and so forth. So uh, I, would, I do not criticize them for accepting it. Having said that, I, I think we have to do so with our eyes wide open, not eyes wide shut. Uh, Huawei is clearly engaged in a uh, significant, and I don't just mean this decision, what they've been doing for the past two or three years in Canada. They've really invested a lot in Canada um, with grants to uh, or, uh, researchers and so forth, uh, setting up networks. We're lobbying assiduously, of course, companies like Bell and Rogers and so forth. Um, they've been trying to um, em embellish and um, uh, enhance their reputation. Um, and that's perfectly legal. That's perfectly legitimate. I'm not suggesting there's something nefarious there. At the same time, we should not be um, seduced. The decision makers who are responsible for the decision, and I'm meaning now the government of Canada, should not be seduced because we feel grateful to them uh, for something that they did. That should not pervert or undermine public policy on in the, to this end. And I'm referring specifically, in case some listeners don't follow where I'm going with this, Huawei wants to be approved as a seller of telecom equipment 5G equipment worth billions of dollars to the Bell Company and the Rogers and the Shaw and so forth. But they need the approval of the government of Canada. And the, they've already been banned by the government of the United States for selling to the states. And by, I believe, the Australians and New Zealand, um, mm -hmm. uh, UK gave a conditional approval, and we haven't finally rendered our decision. And so what I'm saying is we should not allow our, our judgment to be swayed 
inappropriately by this gift by the company. Uh, Talk about the this this thing called mass diplomacy right now. They're sending huge quantities of medical uh, equipment around the world, not just to Canada, but yeah. Canada is is super important not only because of the the uh, fact they want in with five G, but the fact that Donald Trump is standing in our way. Their Chinese are positioning themselves as eager to portray the country as uh, we're super cooperative, we're yeah. a selfless global partner, unlike uh, Donald Trump down there to your south. I do agree. That is their their strategy. That's very clear uh, to anyone who reads the uh, you know the various uh, media on this. And I'm talking about the Wall Street Journal and uh, uh, and the New York Times that the Chinese are trying to act as the uh, the good guys, the nice guys is, is a counterfoil to uh, Trump, who um, is you know he's a he's an America first guy, and um, and so they're trying to uh, use that to uh, enhance their own reputation, uh, which of course was. Uh, badly damaged by their own attempt to cover up the coronavirus at the beginning, the crisis. It was, uh, of course, uh, badly has been badly damaged by their suppression of the uh, of uh, people in Hong Kong, or um, they were trying to crush the 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 democracy of Hong Kong, and so. China has done some pretty bad things, uh, notwithstanding that in addition to its its human rights record, which is very bad. And so that right now, I think they're using this crisis to try to burnish their brand around the world um, uh, by trying to be a good guy, uh, uh, the good cop, if you will, the good guy, it, during this crisis by providing stuff uh, to countries in their hour of need, and uh, that that's where they're that's what they're doing. So they're being uh, and we're uh, in huge need. I mean, we we are running low on masks, so this is a life saving gift. But um, Guy Saint Jacques, who is a former Canadian ambassador to China, he's suspicious of China. We've had him on the show before yeah, uh, because yeah. he's he's you know he's well informed, and you know he's had past experience with the Chinese government. He's saying we should accept them. Refuse to take them as a donation. Are you in agreement with that? Is that the way to play this? That's a very important. I know the individual. I don't know him personally. I've, I've watched him and I've listened to him, and he's a very astute uh, individual. And that's actually a very clever suggestion he's putting forward. What he's saying, I think you're saying that he's saying is we should be uh, offering to pay for them. And yes, reimbursement. Yes, we should. We are a very wealthy country. We are the tenth wealthiest country, approximate uh, using OECD data. We're far wealthier than China. People may say, "What are you talking about?" I'm talking average income per person, which is how countries are measured for wealth. We're far wealthier than China. China is about seventeen thousand annual income. It's still a very middle income. Uh, country, poor country, um, in, in aggregate, because it's so large, it's got a billion four people. Uh, it's it's got a large GDP, but it's still on an individual level. It's a very poor country, um, and we certainly have the resources to pay Huawei, and that would certainly address the potential moral conflict. And mm-hmm. if they we say, look, okay, we accept these. Thank you very much. Now we're going to pay you. You give us an invoice. And if you don't, we're going to pay you. What we impute is the current market value of these masks, times the number of masks you provided, and so forth. So I think that that's a very astute in, uh, uh, su- suggestion uh, by the former ambassador. Ian, just very quickly to wrap this up, you've spent time teaching in China. We've discussed this. Every and year, we've actually reached you. Yeah, we've reached you on the phone in China for segments in yeah. our show. Um, what does your time in China tell you about the way Huawei operates and other uh, companies are operating? Because I know that Huawei isn't the only company that is That's sending right. uh, gifts and medical supplies to us. I think uh, Alibaba yeah. did it as well. 
Yeah. Um, I've been teaching there every year since 97 in Hong Kong, and then starting in 2002, I've been teaching in Shanghai. And, uh, in fact, I'm teaching a course in Shanghai as we speak at this moment. I was supposed to be there physically, but, of course, I couldn't go, so I'm doing it online, and then I return to there physically next April. Um, I'm very mixed about China. I'm I'm not one of these China haters. I I love going to China. My Chinese students are very bright, very disciplined, very hardworking. Uh, But I do not go in with my eyes blinded. Uh, China's very authoritarian it's highly centralized, and at the end of the day, the the national, the the leadership of the of the Chinese Communist Party makes the major decisions. It's very, very top down, and corporations do not dare stray very p- far from the party line. They're not independent power centers as they are in Canada or the U.S. or you or, or Europe. Um, and for that reason, we have to be. I'm not saying we shouldn't be. I'm not one of those people saying we shouldn't trade with China. I'm saying we have to be very, very careful eyes wide open, and always ensure our interests are not being compromised by our relationship and by what they're doing. So yes, we have to go in eyes wide open, which means we have to be very, uh, we have to question uh, everything that they're doing uh, and and not be afraid to do so. And well, I'm not suggesting we have to insult them or give speeches attacking them, but we have to be very, very hard-nosed in our relationship with, with uh, the Chinese government and uh, Chinese companies. Yeah, and a company like Huawei, which has done so much to promote themselves. You know, you remember back to when we did play hockey, they they had their names all over the boards before we even knew what Huawei was so that we could all get a glimpse of it and it could get into our uh, subconscious. I've seen Huawei before. What is that? Uh, They're not promoting the fact that they're sending masks. That's a very important uh, point in this. They are being very quiet about the fact that they're sending masks and they're only talking to government officials about their a gift, as it were, which uh, many people are saying, including yourself, yeah, let's not treat it as a gift. Let's make it a purchase. Yes. Ian, it's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for sparing some time. And I wish you, uh, uh, you know, well in this time that is incredibly uncertain. Stay safe. Thank you very, very much. Always my pleasure. Thank you.